1: And you will not believe where he's going
2: next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
3: This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
1: Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the H.E.R.D. at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR.
4: Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
1: Oh, here we go. Hour two and a Monday live in Los Angeles. It is the H.E.R.D. wherever you may be, however you you may be watching or listening. Thank you for making us part of your day, Mac. Uh, So the Cowboys got hammered. They are prone to do that on the road. Buffalo looks like they have rebounded. We were buying Green Bay for a while. They're off into the weeds. Kansas City still makes too many mistakes, but they keep winning. They're winning some of these games. The Jags make mistakes, and they're losing games. But if you look at the standings this morning, 12 of the 14 playoff teams. Offensive coaches. Only Tampa and Baltimore. Baltimore. How about that? I mean, if you don't think Inflessive. there's a sea yeah. change in this league with the rules heavily favoring offense,
5: 12 of 14 playoff teams, yeah. Baltimore's an exception. How but, about some of these coaches taking backup third string quarterbacks, Shane Steichen and in Indy? We're like, what? How about Cleveland? <laughs> Kevin Stevansky and Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco was raking leaves two months ago on weekends. Now he's on the verge of the playoffs. The Chiefs have the same amount of wins as the Browns. Like, wrap your head around that for a second. Like, what? (laughs) All right, here we go. Colin right, Colin
1: wrong, plenty of both. Where Colin was right. Another winning week. Blazing five went three of one. We have Seattle in the points tonight. We had the Rams, Lions, Bills. We like the quarterbacks. We like the quarterbacks in these spots. Four straight winning weeks. We're pretty proud of that.
4: Where Colin was wrong.
1: Well, my MVP, Dak Prescott road Dak reemerged. It's crazy. At home, he has 20 touchdowns and 2 picks. On the road, 8 touchdowns, 5 picks. At home, he has a passer rating of 122. On the road, he has a passer rating of 84. Now, he's not as good playing from behind as he is leading. That is usually the case with all quarterbacks. But trailing Dak and on the road Dak does not resemble leading and home Dak. I was wrong where Colin was right. I said the Rams would be viable this year. Vegas had them at five wins. Baloney. McVay's having a remarkable coaching year. It was a mismatch yesterday. Did you see that red zone situation late by Washington? What a mess. But this team's got too much talent. Now, they're not in their prime. Cooper Cup's out of it. Aaron Donald's out of it. Stafford's out of it. But they're talented. And they're well coached. And Stafford continues to throw as pretty a ball as the league has so right now the rams are seven and seven and a playoff team where colin was wrong i said before the season i thought baker mayfield should consider quitting football and going into tv He was going to get hurt this was a bad situation but you know what baker had another stellar day now he's been hot and cold but baker yesterday looked terrific he's ninth in passer rating tampa's currently in the playoffs Baker plays with a lot of emotion, and when he's feeling good and he's confident, he's a joy to watch, and he talked about the win yesterday. I'll be honest. it's December games are all important. This one was very important, but um, this one won't matter unless we, you know, hit the reset button and move on next week. So it, it can't be more special than any other. It's the most important one now, but enjoy it, and then we'll move on to the next, next week. So um, that, that's the mentality that we have to have as a unit. Best quarterback in division usually wins. Baker's the best quarterback in that division, and he's currently a playoff quarterback. Where Colin was right. When the Niners made the Christian McCaffrey deal, people said they gave up too many picks, and I said, you're crazy. You're giving a coaching artist a blank canvas. He is one of the most versatile running backs we've ever had. He can block. He can run. He can run past you. He can make you miss. He's physical. He can catch. He runs receiver routes. He's just an all-timer. He really is an all-timer, and now that he's healthy, they just don't lose much. Um, I I, I say this all the time. When you can get a star, third, fourth, fifth, sixth draft picks, they don't really matter much. Those hit on about a 30% rate. McCaffrey is arguably as talented, has as much dexterity, as any running back we've ever seen in this sport where colin was wrong i thought the jags could be a number one seed in the afc right now they're tied with a division lead with the colts and texans trevor lawrence has not had a great year they make way too many mistakes they've never had much of a home field advantage but they should just be better they won a playoff game last year but they have too many awful halves too many blown opportunities too many missed field goals I love Trevor Lawrence, but he is culpable for some of this mess. Where Colin was right. Another offensive coach, Shane Steichen, beats a defensive coach, Mike Tomlin, using backup quarterbacks. The Steelers? I've said this. I think it's time for a move with Mike Tomlin. Chargers would fit, TV would be great, but Pittsburgh's averaging the fewest points since 1970. I've been on this all year. Defensive coaches struggle when there's disruption at quarterback. I'm seeing it all over the league. Gardner, Minshew, and Steichen are viable every Sunday, and the Steelers are barely viable on offense. Where Colin was wrong. The Clippers have won seven straight. Zoinks, what's happened? I don't even get this. The James Harden deal. There's too many guys that need shots. Nope, Harden's been efficient, averaging 10 assists. Russell Westbrook deserves a lot of credit. He willingly went to the bench. I thought that was a grown-up move. Now, I'm honestly shocked by this. It's, it's a weird combination of guys past their prime that uh, don't necessarily elevate others. The schedule hasn't been the toughest. It's a lot of wins over the West and some of the weaker teams. But I never thought this group would win seven straight. They have, and I was absolutely wrong where Colin was right. I told you the Chargers probably should have moved off Brandon Staley before the season started. Listen, his defense is regressed. I don't need you to win Super Bowls. I don't even need you to consistently be a playoff coach. But the one or two things I look at, are your teams consistent, the Chargers weren't, and do you do your side of the ball well? Matt Eberflus, defense for the Bears is playing well. I would support it. Lincoln Riley USC, offense is good. I think he's succeeding. But Brandon Staley's defense got worse year after year. And once again, the Chargers tend to go cheap on head coaches, and they pay the price. We were right on this a year ago. Where Colin was right. When the Bears traded for Montez Sweat for a second rounder, I loved the deal. I could not believe the pushback it got. He's already got six sacks. Listen, maybe not give up a first rounder, But to get an elite, young, defensive lineman, you always give up a second, third, fourth round pick. There just aren't many on the planet. How many guys are big, fast, those kind of feet for that size? He's already got six sacks. The Bears defense have benefited from his placement. I love this move. Chase Claypool, a receiver for a second round pick, be careful. There's a lot of receivers in the world. There are not a lot of guys that are huge with great feet and powerful. When you can get one for a second-rounder, make the move. Colin Wright, Colin Wrong. Brian Billick, Super Bowl-winning coach, knows all about the Ravens and winning. He joins us live. So I want to ask you about the Ravens, because I said this last week. They're what the Steelers used to be. It doesn't matter if the team's hot-cold. You're in for an alley fight every time you face Baltimore. They just generate offense with running backs hurt, Staley's hurt, Mark Andrews out. You were part of that culture. It's like, is it the city, the owner, the GM? Baltimore is, you have to play well to beat Baltimore. It's their culture. It's in their DNA. You were part of it. What is it? Where does it come from?
6: Well, it it does go back. I think it's that pedigree. I think it's that history that they build on. Anybody that comes into Baltimore, that you're drafted free agent, you're immediately indoctrinated. That this is who we are. Obviously, they've been very good on defense for a long, long time. Uh, and in coupled with that, they usually run the ball really well. They, they, you know, want to lead the league in rushing right now, and they're like second or third in the league in defense. So that's a. That combination, when you come in as that is your base, then you immediately take on that personality of, yeah, we're rough, we're physical, particularly as you get into December, that really comes out in the forefront. Now, they're throwing the ball better, and they're really excited about what they're doing down the field, rightfully so, but at the heart of that team, it is the physicality of that pedigree defense and run on the ball that continues to carry them now you had quarterbacks that were more managers when you're
1: a coach and you have a lamar or a josh allen it's tough brian because you have to allow for greatness but you also want to create borders and boundaries i love lamar i didn't know if he would work he does but do you think for harbaugh it's sometimes is it tougher the more talented quarterback you have because you do have to allow them to be magical
6: well, they made that decision early. I remember when they first started Lamar, and I talked with John, and, and I was, you know, okay, how are you with him running the ball? And they were all in. They said if he carries it 140, 150, 160 times, that is Lamar. We've got to let him do what he does. And they bought into it, and they've been very successful with it. I think the same now is with the, the passing game. Uh, he's, he is what he has been in the passing game. Uh, they've got a better receiving core. That's why they're doing better. But the way he makes plays happen off script, outside the pocket, uh, you you got to live with it all because it's more good than bad. Yeah. Whether he runs with the ball or he's throwing the ball down the field, so they're, they'll buy into it totally and realize that the good's going to outweigh the bad.
1: You know, um, you know, there's an old saying: if you run the ball and play defense, that travels well. Maybe that's the reason Dallas is so wildly inconsistent. I don't think I've ever seen a team. It's almost collegiate. They're terrible at times on the road, and they're devastating at home. How do you explain it?
6: Well, because you're focused so much on the offensive side and what they're doing. I think the other night, yeah, running the ball travels well. Playing good run defense travels well and they gave up just they could not stop the running game at no point did you have the feeling that Dallas could say okay I mean you can stop anything you want in the NFL if you want to commit the resources to it the question is what price do you pay I can stop the run I guarantee I can put 11 guys up in line scrimmage and you're not going to run now you're going to go bombs away throwing it down the field they there's nothing they could do to stop Buffalo running the ball. And that, to me, that's the bigger concern because good run defense travels well, particularly as you get into the playoffs and that equation kind of comes up. Uh, Right now, I'd be more concerned about their run defense than I am Dak's inability to put up points on the road yeah when you got to catch up it's tougher I get that and that's not to say that that's not real that they've got to perform better on the road but the biggest thing the other night that jumped out at me is you you better learn to stop the run before you do anything else
1: we were talking about I've never thought Sean Payton and Russell Wilson's personalities would fit that's okay you don't have to be buddies Belichick and Brady didn't have dinner in 20 years but when it comes out to the forefront it's on tv it's combative Go to your history. I, I kind of get it. It's an ego position. You have things you want. They have things they deliver on or don't. Does this stuff happen more than guys like me think? Does it happen a lot, but we just generally don't see it?
6: Well, you don't generally see it. I mean, this is one of those things. I mean, you ever yell at your wife, Colin? You ever do it in public? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's a different combination there. I think the difference here, it's the fact that, that uh, Russell's dealing with the head coach and the play caller. He hasn't had to do that before. In Seattle, Pete was the head coach, the defensive side. He could have all these flare-ups he wanted with his offensive guy, offensive coordinators, doing what you should do or shouldn't do or I want to do this. Russell also thinks of himself kind of a LeBron James-ish, yeah. like I have that kind of stature. Well, not with Sean Payton, you don't. And the fact that Sean is also the play caller and the designer of the offense that kind of volatility, I mean, one of the things that you look back and obviously with, with him and Drew Brees, they were just attached at the hip. They had a bromance going from day one. They saw it the same way. They communicated that way. That's obviously not the case with Russell and, and him burn up at Russell, even if it's justified and on the sideline, you can dismiss it. I don't think that's going to sit well with Russell. So this is going to be an interesting one to watch.
1: So, you know, Christian McCaffrey, I grew up with Walter Payton and Barry Sanders. Tremendous. McCaffrey's ability to run full speed and make cuts. He never slows. He doesn't set up cuts. He just makes them running full speed. Like Jerry Rice ran routes. I don't, there's an argument. He has more dexterity than any running back I've ever seen. There's something about this league's reluctance to embrace running backs for MVP. I think he's the engine. I think he's the engine for everything. When you
6: watch him in your history in the league, what do you see? Well, it's that versatility, just what you're talking about. And and, and the fact that... And John Lynch has been, I think, absolutely brilliant in how strategic they've been in adding key high-profile free agent, not free agents, but trades or coming in from the outside. Christian McCaffrey is spectacular. I don't think we've seen the likes of him in the NFL uh, because of the versatility. It's not just he's a tough physical runner between the tackles. Like you said, it's that ability to jump cut, that speed, the way it opens, and what he can do out of the backfield. Uh, I think it's that trifecta. I I can't remember. We've had some good – Uh, Curtis Martin was pretty good that way, but at this level of what they're doing, and as you alluded to earlier, the way Shanahan's using him, brilliant in the combination. Uh, Yeah, this is the most versatile. And, and, you know, we tend to think of running backs and, and lead the league in rushing and hard to make them the MVP with all that this guy's doing. Yeah, I think it's a lot easier to talk about him in the MVP category than maybe other great running backs in the past.
1: signalrelief.com I got to get this patch. What is it to our audience that's aging or maybe not and has an injury?
6: Yeah, this I got to tell you what I do a lot. This is the real deal. It really is. The thing I love about this, what this does is it it, it was military grade uh, development. It puts as we say, it put you put it between the brain and the pain. And why? If I can address the pain, I 18 holes of golf, right? My lower back. If I'm in the pool, it's my upper back, my traps. I put this patch on and all of a sudden it mitigates the pain. Which the key to that is it lets me do more. It lets me work through the pain. That's what you do with pro athletes all week long. You spend millions of dollars in mitigating that prohibitive pain. That's where the rehab comes from. This signal relief is the real deal. You gotta check it out. Go to signalrelief.com. Uh, it, it addresses exactly what you need. It's reusable, and it's 100% guaranteed. This is the real deal.
1: Good seeing you, Coach. Your Ravens are playing well. Number one seed in the AFC. It's a pleasure to see you again. Sounds good. Yeah, Ravens last night, there is something about that franchise. There is a toughness and a resilience. It's almost the opposite of the Chargers, where we always love the Chargers' talent, and you're like, God, there's no there there. With Baltimore, sometimes I'm like, I don't know if I love their talent. I do this year. There's so much... There's so much foundational strength and intelligence in the organization. I love Raven Games, and they're, they're, they can win ugly. They can win pretty. They can win slow. They can muddy it up. Like that's an organization. That, they remind me of the Steelers, what they used to be. Draft, develop, deal with injuries, defense, toughness, resilience.
5: Great at home, evolving. I just there. That is a great organization. By the way, Ravens next week. Monday Night Football. Visit the 49ers. Watch for Have ups. you looked at the line yet? Do uh, you want to guess, guess? Let it? me guess.
1: Niners favored by two. Wow,
5: you're way off. Niners favored by six. Five and a half. No It way. was five. Now it's five and a half. I think that's too high. I'd take Baltimore. When's the last time Baltimore was a five-point dog? You know, I'm sorry. Not often, but they do have to travel cross country holiday week. There's yeah, a called, listen. That stuff they're called not... planes. They're not hitching Late in the season, did you see the injury to Keaton Mitchell, the running back? I didn't love that, dude. It looks like he's out for the season. Oh. Not official, but they said it looks like it's probably a season. That, that you know. By the way, Stanley can't stay healthy, and Mark Edwards is out. They lost no, um, Andrews, Mark, Mark Andrews. Andrews, and then the starting running back this season, the Ohio State kid. He's done. You know so they're mean? on like third, fourth string running backs again. It's but like they, every but year. But
1: that's the thing is they get banged up. They're such a physical culture. They get banged up. Yeah, but they, I mean, they just they Stanley struggles the left tackle great one to get stay healthy, but they'll just win games, they'll just figure out ways to win games. I'm telling you, the Kansas City Chiefs are sitting here looking
5: like we're healthy, we're getting healthier. Keep your eye on Kansas City. I Why do I have to? I <laughs> <not always laughs> they're pretty. not a fun watch anymore. Remember a couple years ago, it was like, oh, my home's exciting. You know what? Like, you know, you know what? Buffalo's a- not nearly as fun when they run the ball. Well, I'll take it. Josh Allen's more exciting than anyone on. Sorry, sorry, Patrick Bones. Anyone on the Chiefs? The Chiefs are not dynamic, man. Tra- Listen, I like Travis Kelsey. I love Taylor Swift. Kelsey, I don't want to use the W word. Is Kelsey looking a little bit washed? He looks old. He looks like he's had uh, ten surgeries. I know the he numbers has. are good. The season-long numbers are yeah, good. Yeah, he looks but old. Like last five weeks, he look looks, at the numbers. It's he like, looks
1: like an older Gronk. This is what happens.
5: These guys, these you have to. These guys have to block. It's not college football. Tight ends have to block every Sunday. And they age fast. I, I like Kelsey. I have him on fantasy. Don't come after me, Chiefs fans. Just I'm just stating yeah, the facts. Told her. He's He's like 34. His numbers are declining. Yeah, 34 tight end. Is are a... you seeing the drops, too? Well, like, he had, had a little had alligator in One arms. drop. One drop. I thought it's... I counted two. I might, I might have been giving it to Rasheed Rice <laughs> or Tony. So many guys on the Chiefs drop passes. I'm losing track.
4: One more H.E.R.D.? The H.E.R.D. streams 24 hours a day, 7 days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search H.E.R.D. to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen.
1: We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is...
2: And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 90 seconds. All it takes. Use the code HERD. New customers bet five, that's it, five bucks and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. That's
0: code heard only on DraftKings. The crown is yours
3: Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This
1: year, resolve to keep your family safer than ever with Simply Safe. 20% off new system with a fast protect plan by visiting simplysafecolin.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. J Mac with the news. No, no,
5: no, no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News revisit the Cowboys looking atrocious in the beatdown in Buffalo. 31-10. All four of their losses have come on the road this season. Three of them were blowouts, and then there was the close Eagles one. After the game, Micah Parsons not happy. Micah Parsons, who had two tackles and nothing else about uh, talking about the road loss.
2: Honestly, just unacceptable at this point. Uh... There's no excuse for it. Uh it's mind boggling. I don't understand why we're not playing well and why we're not coming together on the road. Um it's something that we need to look at and get better because we gotta go on the road next week.
5: I do like him on the road against Miami. I, I will preach a little bit of caution there. Um I mean Jalen Ramsey. Hey, where was where was your guy uh, C D Lamb yesterday, huh? Milk Carton, CD Land. They have nowhere to be found. By the way, now he's got to go up against Jalen Ramsey. You see that video? Those guys horsing around before the game. A lot of people did not
1: like that video. Which guys? I did oh, not. Oh, Dak out there. Well,
5: let me ask you this. We haven't, you haven't mentioned the guy's name once. I mean, look at this. Oh, feeling it. What are you doing? He's getting loose. Come on. <laughs> it's Ferguson. <laughs> have you seen what I do before the uh, my yeah. men's league basketball game? Well, yeah, not? but we're, you're not a professional on TV. Close. We're, I actually am. Mm. Uh, we're, we're, listen, you... <laughs> I'm fine with that. That's no big deal. This guy Hankins, the defensive tackle, I know the pro football focus numbers aren't great. Without him, they got run all over. Like, the middle was just wide open. And the team had an illness. I think Glazer reported it. A lot of guys were down sick. You know what it's like trying to come back sick. You're not 100% or even yeah. close. How much of this loss do we put on, hey, no Hankins, the team was sick? Tough spot. Well, I think, I think, I said
1: this, the league is very situational. When you and I make our bets every week, I consider strongly what's next and what just happened. So Detroit was terrible against the Bears. They come home, they're ticked off, they're humiliated, they route. Dallas humiliated and pushed around. Their physicalness, physicality, watch it re-emerge in Miami. So this league is entirely situational. The only teams that are an exception... Baltimore's been pretty consistent, and San Francisco rolls every week. So that's why they feel like Super Bowl teams. The Ravens Niners feel like the exception to the NFL's rule of everybody situationally is a different team depending on yeah.
5: where they play and when they play and what their health is. Yeah, favorites 10-3-2 against the spread yesterday. could favorites continue to roll. Like, yeah. it's weird. I'll just say this Miami run game and that front, that defensive. Bradley Chubb, I mean, basically sent Makai Beckton to the waiver wire yesterday. I mean, he annihilated him. I don't even want to get into the Zach Wilson stuff, but Mackay Beckham looked like he was trying to get his quarterback killed. Yeah. Like, not even trying. Yeah. And and Bradley Chubb ate. Um, we'll see. I I might have to stay away from Miami-Dallas. I don't know. You, you like Dallas. We'll see. It's early in the week. Uh, next up, jeez, Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh. Holy cow. No. So, th- I think they led, was it 13-0 in this one? 13 They were up big early. You're like, oh, Steelers, I got this. Colin? They finished with 216 yards of offense against a Colts defense that hasn't stopped anyone. Anyone. Another defensive Listen, coach I, I like with Tom. a backup
1: quarterback. Could I argue this? Nothing lasts forever. Pat Riley's rule, the great Pat Riley's like 10 years, people get tired of your voice. He would be great. First of all, I'm not going to speak for this network. I would put Mike Tomlin on
5: Fox Sports no, no, tomorrow. you get a coaching job. Come on.
1: But I think the Chargers make sense. Defensive coaches... With big, strong, in-their-prime quarterbacks that don't get hurt win a lot of trophies. They're not good when there's a disruption at quarterback in season. Well, Herbert's not going to get hurt a lot. This Trubisky thing, I always say this. You don't have to love Trubisky. He got to the playoffs twice in a division with Matt Stafford, Kirk Cousins, and Aaron Rodgers all in their prime. They can't score
5: points in Pittsburgh. By the way, uh, Tomlin just announced Trubisky's been benched. Mason Rudolph will be starting this oh weekend against the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Uh, on, I think it's is it Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Mason Rudolph. These defensive coaches, Sala and Tomlin, let's yeah. try another one. How about you just get the backup capable? Stop blaming the quarterback. By the way, did you look at I, – I posted this on social. Their, their salary cap next year, their top three salary hits are all defensive guys. Yeah, shocker. You can't win that way. This is yeah. an offensive league. I know. That's not the way Kansas City's doing it. And, and we, we see a Pickens again. You know, remember Deontay Johnson, the receiver, was kind of like dogging it and half at, but not really trying. Pickens again, blocking by the goal line, just gives up and No, I, that's the second
1: time this year I've seen a Steeler in. The, you would never do that. There's, there's some disconnect between Tomlin and. And his star offensive players through the years. Well, the wide
5: receivers, they draft guys who were problem-ridden in college, and yeah. they take them late, and they, wow, huge numbers. They've guys had guys a and lot
1: and of drama. Lavian Bell drama, Antonio, Antonio Brown, Brown drama, Chase case.
5: Claypool drama, now Pickens drama. It's like a, it's a trend. Yeah. Uh, final story, and listen, we're going to have to go in. I think the Bears are going to be one of the most talked-about teams this January. Colin, obviously the close loss. I told you during commercial break, I think this was a good loss. Like, I was on the For Bears. For the Bears? It's Great. a good loss. It's a good loss. How about win some games? Games. how about who cares we'll lose you're not, you're not going to the playoffs who cares this i think this is a good loss first of all do you want to keep ibrafus as your coach
1: all i know oh. is their defense in the last six weeks has been really Ooh, good
5: Ooh, six weeks of defense hey, hey let's come on man you know this is an offensive league you back I, on defensive coaches every day I mean, hey listen show. if
1: you give me ben johnson but it's gonna be a bidding war and i don't think ben's gonna go there well who's the coach i get Again, if you give me a good offensive,
5: Harbaugh's not going there. Ben Johnson's well, not, not going there. Well, they're not doing their job as a front office if they're not already looking at the coaches. So then number two is, and some Bears fans are trying to talk themselves into keeping Justin Fields. Colin, I don't know, man. Uh, DJ Moore is supporting Fields as Chicago's quarterback of the future.
2: Well, I don't know. Y'all asked me that, what, last week? Somebody asked me that last week. I'm still like, bro, where are y'all seeing this? Like, what what makes him not the quarterback for the Chicago Bears right now? I get I got everybody coming out well, it's like two of them. I don't think they' better than Justin. Well, his
5: fourth quarter numbers are abysmal. How much of that is a defensive coach saying, oh, "Hey, we got
1: the lead, let's blame, rate it blame, in"? Blame, 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 blame. Oh, the drop pass. They have the fifth fewest drops entering yesterday. Detroit's third most drops. They've won ten games. At some point, gotta win games.
5: Well, Brock Purdy's winning games, and and we're not giving him credit. We're giving it all to McCaffrey. So, anyway, here's the NFL draft order. Obviously, now listen, that Carolina win yesterday in the rain, they're only one game up on the Patriots. Well, here's the the thing. Here's what I'll say for the Bears. They could get such
1: a haul. So, I mean, seriously, if the Patriots fell in love and said, we want Caleb Williams. And, by the way, you— Well, wait a minute. Who's drafting for the Bears? Is it Belichick or someone else? Well, whoever. You could get at least two ones and two twos. Well, they've already got, so I mean, they could drop just a two and get a bevy of picks. That's when it gets interesting because you, you know, if you want to rebuild your franchise and they could also, why couldn't they take Drake May to, you know, it's not, you're not saying you couldn't. They could trade down with New
5: England and then they could trade down again. You could end up getting seven picks. So, I just want to be clear. I'm not looking to run Justin Fields out of Chicago. I like him. I told you there's a market 10, yeah. 12 teams for yeah, Justin yeah. Fields. You scoffed. That's fine. It's about resetting the position, at the That's quarterback right. salary. Justin Fields has been in, what, is this year three or four for him? He's You're going to need to pay him soon. Think about
2: what you the Bears do can that. do. That. I'm sorry.
5: They can
1: make a move with New England. They can make another move, and they can still get a quarterback at six. So if I'm Chicago, if you're not gonna get, if you don't want to, if you want to stay with Justin Fields, then don't just make one move. Make multiple moves and get seven picks. Then you can rationalize it. You can rebuild because I don't think I think
5: defensively they have a great corner, Montez Sweat, and a great linebacker. They're not a
1: mile away defensively.
5: Let me push back. I like their defense. They've been really, really impressive. How the hell do you let Joe Flacco go up and down the field in the fourth quarter against your mighty defense? Joe Flacco. Well, maybe because
1: your defense is on the
5: field because you have a field goal and eight possessions, and they're exhausted. It might be because the coach said, let's pull in the oars, Justin. No risk here. Let's just run the ball and get out of dodge with this win like the defense could hold it down. Come on, man. You know... Defense does not win in this NFL. It's an offensive league, and they yeah. have no offense. And that's not a knock on fields. I, I... Well, it has
1: to be a knock on fields. At some point, it's a quarterback league. You can't say their offense is terrible. It's everybody else's fault. It ha- He has to be culpable. For... Par- hey, parcel. I love Trevor Lawrence, but he's absolutely
5: culpable to a large degree okay. for this Jacksonville. I, how's this? I'll say Desmond Ritter, did you see the pick he threw? No, no, time out. Okay. Okay. Justin Field is a significantly more talented than Desmond 100%. Ritter. 100%. So there's a landing spot from Atlanta, which you've said. Desmond Ritter is the reason that offense stinks. He cannot do anything in the red zone. That's fair. Justin Fields go there with weapons. Maybe. I don't know if Arthur Smith is offensive Maybe. minded. Listen, uh, uh, what's his name? B. John Robinson looks good. Pitts, no, they're, Drake they, London, they've, they've, got, looks. they've got pieces. They've got Atla- pieces.
1: Atlanta's got pieces. Fields will be successful But Chicago's way, got more pieces. DJ Moore, Mooney, Cole Komet, good left tackle. They got pieces too. They don't well,
5: make this up that Chicago hasn't tried to help. How's this? Is a Monday night tease. If Geno Smith is awful tonight or Drew Locke, whoever, will Seattle fans talk themselves into, instead of drafting a court, qu- let's go get Fields? We no, have the pieces in no, place they're, they're
1: to be. They're, a- they're going to draft. No? Seattle's going to draft a quarterback. Pete
5: Carroll, 70, what, well, 79, 80? Well, come He's on. He's not our that. president's 80, isn't he? A coach can be 70. If our president's going to be 80, okay. a coach <laughs> that, can be that 70. That is a good argument. I was ill prepared for that. <laughs> well done, Colin Coward.
1: Jay mac with the news.
4: Well, that's the news.
2: And thanks for I mean, stopping by.
4: The Herd Lie News.
1: I mean, I've never wanted Nikki Haley to be president more in my life. We got 80 against 80. Somebody in the 70s, please. When your business reaches a certain scale, challenges begin to surface. You deserve a tailored solution. That's NetSuite. Check out their popular KPI checklist absolutely free at netsuite.com slash herd, netsuite.com slash H-E-R-D.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio
1: app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All The 82-game preseason is in the books. It's finally time for the real season. Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. From the play-in tournament through the finals, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered with same-game parlays, live betting odds boosts, and more. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is HEARD. New customers bet five and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. 200. That's code heard only on DraftKings. The crown is yours.
3: kingdom of the planet of the apes enter the kingdom in imax this friday and in theaters everywhere get tickets now saturday on fox primetime hoops it's a big East
5: showdown as rick patino and his st john's team takes on tristan newton and fifth ranked uconn it all tips off saturday at 7:30 eastern on fox
1: so, uh, if you look at the playoff picture, now I know I've been banging on this ad nauseum and it's wearing all of you out, but the current playoff picture, this has been a trend on this show for two years, everybody, look at this thing. If you look at the playoff picture, only two current playoff teams, Baltimore in the AFC, has a special team slash defensive coach. The Dolphins, the Chiefs, the Jags, the Browns, the Bengals, Colts, all have offensive coaches. Many getting to the playoffs with backups. In the NFC, Niners, Eagles, Lions, Cowboys, Vikings, Rams have offensive coaches. The Bucs, in the NFL's worst division, have a defensive coach. So one is in the worst division. The other one is a special team slash defensive coach, John Harbaugh. I mean, it's just there are not there are not a lot of defensive coaches represented here. And let me give you one offensive coach. The coaching mismatch yesterday between Sean McVay and Ron Rivera, Ron Rivera's team situationally late in the game near the goal line was one of the worst things I've ever seen. Huddling, not effectively using the clock, it was it was a mess. McVay is having his best year as a coach. Uh, Vegas had this team as like a five five and a half win team, and I said if it's a coach quarterback league, you can't tell me Stafford when healthy and McVay are not a nine win team. Um, Their play design, their play calling, Stafford throws as pretty a ball as anybody. You can tell from the schemes, they have players wide open regularly. Um, Now, they don't have a ton of guys in their prime, but their ability to make rookies, Puka Nakua, substantial, Um, Tyler Higbee, again, not a lot of star components. Uh, Demarcus Robinson was a guy that bounced around the league. He is now a factor. You are watching Sean McVay squeeze talent. Old talent, rookie talent, all over the board. That was a coaching mismatch. I saw it with Shane Steichen against Mike Tomlin, where you had an offensive coach just squeezing every ounce out of Gardner Minshew, every play, every series. And um, I just think McVay's having an absolutely sensational year. I will say this, and I don't know if it's coaching, but um, I don't exactly know what to do with the Green Bay Packers. So... I always thought they were a year away from being special. They're just just too young. It's kids everywhere. Their defense is a huge issue. Uh, Joe Barry's the coordinator. He gets a lot of heat, has for the last couple years in Green Bay. They just have gaps, significant gaps, all over their defense. Uh, My takeaway on Jordan Love. So I like Jordan Love, and I'm out on Justin Fields. Well, what's the difference? Because neither one of them is winning a lot. The difference is... I am watching Jordan Love get better in a very short time. First-year starter. I'm also watching him do it with kids. Justin Fields has DJ Moore, a veteran. Cole Komet now, been around the league. Robert Tanyan, been around the league. So Fields, it's still erratic, up and down. I don't see massive improvement half-to-half, and he's a bad fourth-quarter quarterback. With Jordan Love... In one year, three-quarters of a year starting, I have seen a huge leap from early October to now. I think their issues are defense, and he's also working with a bunch of kids. So you have to contextualize this stuff. Justin Fields isn't just working with young guys. Mostly, overwhelmingly, because Aaron Jones is regularly not available. Jordan Love's doing it with young guys, and I like what I see with Jordan Love.
5: Now you are the opposite you like Justin Fields you're kind of out on Jordan Love I'm sorry it's a good thing you brought that up some guy sent me something Jason look at these numbers on Jordan Love and I'm like I don't care about that he's like ninth in completions this season like those numbers are irrelevant so I looked at um I don't know how to say some of this stuff but like because of where we are we get access to some advanced stats that other people don't have so some people give me access to their systems, yeah and I just looked up Jordan Love and Surprisingly, he's like a top fifteen quarterback yeah. in some of the numbers that the yeah. stat guys carry. He about. absolutely makes top fifteen throws. I, I did not see that. And I, I have to reshape how I think. But again, I know Fields is definitely not top fifteen in any of these advanced stats. Like right. the advanced stats are out on fields. Yeah. But so, you and I know that other stuff factors in, right? Well, like, well, well. I, I also
1: think Green Bay,
5: if you talk Green
1: Bay in Chicago here, Green Bay has a history of drafting and developing o-lines and quarterbacks to a elite level. Chicago has a history of not doing yeah. that. Matt LaFleur versus Eberflus, like it- yes, so it's easier to succeed as a quarterback in Green Bay over Chicago. We have a history for 30, 40, 50 years. Bart Starr, Favre, Rodgers, yeah. Love. Now obviously he's not there yet. So I'm not I'm not uh dissuading you from from your arguments that it's easier in Green Bay. Absolutely. But that's life. That's what it is. The the ownership in Chicago isn't good. Their front office isn't as good as Green Bay's. That's reality. Deal with it. So to me, Justin Fields is not talented enough to overcome the history of Chicago and their inability to create and develop quarterbacks. Jordan Love, I think, has some gifts similar to Fields Big moves well, nice whip, can make throws. Kind of erratic and young. There's a lot of similarities here. Fields was a much more uh, profound recruit and college player, but there's there's some similarities. Their size, the way they move, the way they whip it. They're a little erratic. They're not winning is not enough. But I'm telling you, when I watch Jordan Love. I feel like I'm getting a leap
5: over the last seven weeks, like this to that. With Fields, like he'll have second halves yesterday, and you're like, okay, this is what I saw two years ago. We can blame it on uh, the defense yesterday and then Monday Night Football, DeVito's late drive. By the way, DeVito turned into a pumpkin in New Orleans. That's over, thankfully. Um, But go back to Fields. In Ohio State, he was like a 70% completions guy. Yeah, Looked like he could process, read, deliver all that stuff. You get to the NFL, and it's not the Ryan Day offense. You're not going to go up against it's I, you know uh, the dregs of the Big Ten. It's really difficult. So I'm going to spin this forward. Caleb Williams, a lot of backyard Justin Fields action this year. Accurate quarterback, only played in the Lincoln Riley system. He is a. Are mor- we sure? Are uh, we
1: sure? I'm not sure of anything. Okay. Right. Okay. I'm not sure outside of Andrew Luck. I'm not sure of anything. But I will say, I believe when I talk to NFL execs and scouts that Caleb Williams is considered a better prospect than Fields. So that's the first one. Secondly, and this most importantly, you can restart the clock on the contract. Yeah. So it would be different. If Drake may, if he was the only one, I can see going with Fields. Now, if you're going to stay with Justin Fields, there is an argument. And if you look at the mock draft board, here it is. You you negotiate with New England. If New England said, hey, we want to give you some stuff to move up one slot, and now you have the number two pick. Well, so I still get potentially Drake May, and I get extra picks. The way to play this if you're Chicago, if, if you want to give Justin another year, the way to play this is right in front of you. Mm. Because we have Chicago gets a huge break here. We have four first-round quarterbacks, maybe five. The teams below you, Commanders, can argue they need a quarterback. They do. And did you see who got New England, the Jets, the Giants. You can argue outside of the Chargers, they all do. So you only have to move down somewhere between one spot and six, get multiple picks, and
5: still get a quarterback. Get Michael Penix at ten. And as you've said historically, the number one guy isn't the best quarterback in the class. That's right. It's usually one of the others. I'm just gonna. I've stressed it. Washington, keep an eye on them. New ownership group. We know the coach is toast. And Sam Howell got benched. He was so bad yesterday. Even Brissette came in and looked good. If Washington at four is able to move up, they will, the owner is willing to spend. You bring in Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh, who do you want? You want Caleb Williams? Okay. Let's go get him. All right. Let's go get him. So that's you interesting. Let's so look at this
1: board. So if the Bears go to four, Commanders go one. So the Bears would obviously get the fourth pick, probably two more number ones and a two or three this year, right? At four, so Caleb won... Patriots take Drake May, Cardinals have a quarterback, take Harrison. So you can get the third-best quarterback. Yeah. I could move down again to the Jets spot if the Jets wanted a quarterback. I think they want a left
5: tackle. Well, you got to worry about someone moving up the to Bench five. The Bears don't need a left tackle. Right. They don't need a pass rusher. They don't need a corner. Well, it would be nice to have somebody opposite Montez Sweat who has been, like you said, pretty damn good. But, I mean, if there's a way to play this, so if we look at and we think to ourselves, Caleb Williams, Drake May,
1: uh, Jaden Daniels, Bo-Nicks. Michael Pettis, so if you have five first-round quarterbacks, you know that two will work and three probably won't. So how do you identify the second one? That's... <laughs> but what I'm saying is you can protect yourself. You can give fields another year, get multiple picks, and still get a quarterback. You can do it all if you're Chicago. Now, if your scouts tell you, listen, Caleb's a lock, take him. But there is a way to get a quarterback and picks and improve your roster, and keep field for one more year. So Chicago is in a, in a spot where you're like, oh, this is ugly.
5: Not really. Yeah. Like I said, this with the Chargers. Chargers now are in the top ten. They're not winning another game. By the way, you see Easton Stick, he's starting the rest of the way. They're 14-point underdogs no. at home against Buffalo. No, no, they're a five-win team. It's over. Well, it, all, all I think teams like six through nine are all backup quarterbacks starting the rest, of the, or rookies. Will right, Levis, right, right, right. although he got it? Giants hurt. will probably win a game. What? Well, I don't know. Devito got banged up, concussion. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, like uh, they're not. Right. This is what you want late in the season, competitive as hell, down to the wire, and you lose. That's what you. <laughs> that's
1: a win, is oh, it not? Oh, okay, all right. That's your take on the Bears. I think I think Fields needs to win games, and Everblues. I think they need yeah. to win games. Chicago doesn't have much tolerance with losing, yeah. so
5: I, I I'd like them to win some games. How about this Jets Washington in a tank off this weekend? Uh, I think it's going to be <laughs> Trevor Simeon against Jacoby Brissett. Jets are somehow favored in that game, um, but. You don't want to win that game. So the Bears, the though, can get it all. They can get a quarterback and picks and keep
1: fields for one more year. That's, it's a grand slam. Well, it depends on what your scouts say. If your scouts say, listen, the other quarterbacks we don't trust, this is what we do, then you probably take the quarterback.
4: Our three Mark Sanchez, the herd. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With Simelbo Grease
1: Learn more at ProPlansport.com. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is!